0: Turn up the motivation. You're on the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Zig Ziggler wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsey. Today, Zig teaches us some valuable sales skills. Turn up your speakers and we'll hear Zig together. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances. so look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely.
1: Now let's look at some advice from a psychiatrist. good friend of mine before his tragic death in 1982, Dr. John Kozak was building a magnificent new home down in Dunedin, Florida. Dr. Kozak, incidentally, as an aside, when he was a sophomore in school, was told that uh, he should learn how to use his hands because he didn't have the intelligence to ever earn a living in any of the professions. As a psychiatrist, Dr. Kozak, incidentally, did learn how to use his hands. But as a psychiatrist, he never kept any records. His memory had complete recall of every conversation with every patient. We get good, good advice sometimes, and sometimes we get bad advice, don't we? Anyhow, Dr. Kozak was building uh, this beautiful villa. And he not only was the architect, he also was the contractor and also was the builder. Now, Dr. Kozak speaks in three or four different languages, or spoke in three or four different languages. And toward the finishing stages, he was up in the uh, cathedral ceiling, which they had, with the beautiful windows way up high. It must have been at least 30 feet up. And he was working on them. When a salesman came in, Dr. Kozak was talking to the workers in Greek, uh, since he originally uh, is of Greek uh, heritage. And so when the salesman walked in selling their fancy windows, Dr. Kozak waved down at him and spoke to him in English, said, Hi. And the salesman just kind of looked up and ignored him. And walked over to Mrs. Kozak and said, I want to talk to you about this and that and the other. And uh, Mrs. Kozak said, Well, I, uh, y- you'll have to talk to my husband. And he said, Well, where's your husband? And Mrs. Kozak said, uh, He's the one you just ignored. Dr. Kozak makes an excellent point. He says, don't ignore anybody. Be nice to everybody. My daughter had a little experience, which kind of points the importance of that. She sells cosmetics at the uh, Sackowitz Department Store there in Dallas, Texas. And I have to modestly admit that she is a good one. She's a very uh, attractive, a very gracious lady, and she was waiting on uh, a customer there at the cosmetic counter one day. There were three other cosmetic sales ladies there, and they were studiously ignoring one prospect who was standing at the end of the counter. And the reason they were ignoring him was he was dirty. He was, uh, had a bony frame, and his clothes were about six sizes too large for him. Uh, he had grease in his hair. He just didn't look like anybody that would be at the Erno Laszlo Cosmetic Counter. You just don't go in. That kind of individual just doesn't bother But as soon as Cindy Oates, my daughter, finished waiting on a customer, she quickly walked over to see him. She did it, first of all, because she doesn't uh, judge a book by the cover. But second, she had seen something which knew she had a sale. The man had a piece of paper in his hand and he was looking at it. It was a list of what he wanted. Bought three items, less than two minutes, came to nearly a hundred dollars. What does that say? You should prejudge your prospect. You should judge them, convict them, and find them guilty of buying until they prove themselves innocent. <laughs> yes? The world of selling does have a lot of nuances, a lot of uh, important things, but selling pretty much is like playing golf. You need to remember to lead off with your best shot, and you need to end up with your second best shot. See, in the world of golf, we know that we can substantially reduce our scores if we keep the tee shot in play. And we'll know that we'll improve our scores if we sink those knee-knocking putts on the green. And so it is important that we understand and follow that procedure. Probably the most neglected area in the world of sales training has to do with the use of your voice. I'm now going to make a very strong statement. In my judgment, the most important thing you can do to dramatically improve your closing percentages... And to make more sales is to deliberately train your voice. Learn how to use voice inflections. Because most people simply do not properly approach that. A lot of people learn the other things, but for whatever reason, they learn how to use their voice by accident. Strong statement to make now. If you do not have your own cassette player recorder, you, my friend, are not in the world of selling yet. Or at least you're not deadly serious about becoming as much as you can become. You absolutely must get a good cassette recorder. You must record your presentation. Now, I know a lot of times people say, Well, Jig, I don't sound on tape as I sound in person. Well, I got news for you. You do. Now, there might be a little distortion, but basically you sound exactly the same in person as you do on tape. Now, the reason for the apparent distortion is this. A couple of years ago, my wife had an operation on her ear. I was talking with a surgeon about this very subject, and I said, why does it sound different, your voice, when you are it as verse when you're uh, talking? He said, very simple. When you listen to what you say as you talk, The primary source of sound is coming through bone. Now, I'm not calling you a bonehead. I'm just saying the primary source of sound comes through bone. Then he said, when you make the recording, the primary source of sound is coming through the air. And that's why it makes the difference. You need to record your presentation. It would be ideal if it could be in front of a live prospect. If that cannot be handled, then you put it in a simulated, in a classroom situation, the full presentation. Give it everything you got. Do it as you normally would do. Then you need to do two things. You need to listen back and analyze. And then you need to script your presentation. You need to do the same thing with the way you answer objections, the way you close sales. The whole bit needs to be recorded. You're going to discover some interesting, some pleasing And some information that you won't be glad to get, except for the fact that it will help you to become infinitely more professional. You're going to discover, first of all, that the chances are about nine to one that you talk too much. That's right. The second thing you're going to discover is that particularly toward the end of the presentation, you have the tendency to get into much of a monotone. And the third thing is you're going to discover is that you deal in a lot of areas that have nothing whatever to do with the sale itself. When you put the words to script, they're going to remind you of some things that you have forgotten. You're going to then write those things down, those points, those examples, those ideas. And when you write down what you'd been using, combined with what you had forgotten, some beautiful new ideas are going to be generated from it you're going to have a surge in the growth of your self-image. You're going to realize that you're much further down the path as a professional than you realize that you were. Big word of caution. Profound statement. Listen carefully. Pay attention. Don't go anywhere right now. Stay with this recording. If you're not powerful careful with all this new information you're going to be guilty of gross overkill. You're going to tell that prospect about three times as much as they need to know in order to make the decision. Then what do you do? You simply sift through this new information and load it with those power shots. You also will have additional information to deal with the questions and objections and instead of having fluff in there, you give them an awful lot of meat from hello to goodbye. I can absolutely assure you when you give it more thought, you will be a far better, a far more productive, a far more professional sales person. All right, now, I mentioned the fact that you've now gotten a great deal of information. You now need to start training your voice so that you can make it more effective. You do that, first of all, as you listen to that presentation, you ask yourself a question. If I were calling on me with that presentation I just made, would I be convinced? Would I buy from me? That's a very important thing. Then we need to look at how we change the inflection of the voice to make those words more effective. All I'm saying is that with voice inflection, you can give it an entirely different perspective and an entirely different meaning. You can tell your child to do something, or you can ask a prospect to do something, and it can either be in love or hate using the same words. But the tone, the inflection of your voice is what makes the difference.
0: Are you training your voice? Have you ever recorded your presentation? Do you
1: desire to get to the next level of success in your career? Take Zig's advice and become your own coach. Listen to yourself and spruce up your presentation. Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest.
0: Zig Ziglar. Ziglar. Inspiring true performance.